Hello and welcome everyone to a special bonus episode of the Army of Sparks podcast where we are reviewing the Iron Claw movie. Of course, I am Ryan and here is JD. JD, what the hell are we doing? We're indulging me uh, is what we're doing uh, and I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, the, the Iron Claw movie came out late uh, last year as, as we record uh, and it focuses, of course, on the uh, Von Erich wrestling family, um, of course, Fritz Von Erich, Jack Adkisson, being the the main event heel throughout the, what, 60s and 70s? I mean, maybe even as early as the 50s uh, in, in a, um, uh, uh, what was very, very popular at the time, in fact, or very common at the time, Nazi sympathizer gimmick. Now, obviously, he is not an actual Nazi. His name is not Von Erich, Jack Atkinson, as I said. But he did bring the, uh, they say in the movie, and I don't know if this is true, maybe it is, that his mother's name or his grandmother's name was originally Von Erich. Maybe that's where they got it from. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, he was uh, a Nazi. And, well, a Nazi portray- portrayed that character uh, as a heel. And then he moved to Texas and bought into the territory and slowly but surely morphed that, took all the Nazi stuff out. And uh, and became a babyface, beloved Texas hero, uh, babyface. And their finishing move, handed down uh, from one generation to the next, was the Iron Claw, which they put their hand over your face and squeeze. It's a stupid move, but um, it is you know an interesting uh, title to the movie. I have to say, I really enjoyed the film. I'm going to try not to get too spoilery here. Um, I think you can kind of look at the film in two halves. The first half is about the relationship between the brothers. Um, Kevin Von Erich is sort of the focus of the movie in a sense, or at least it's from his point of view um, for reasons that will become clear if you know the story or uh, or, or watch the movie. Uh, he is the second oldest brother, technically. He had a, a, a younger brother, excuse me, an older brother, uh, Jack Jr., who died very early in childhood in a tragic accident. Um, And the movie doesn't really dwell on that. They do mention it, uh, but they don't dwell on it. But it's told sort of through his eyes as his family attains the pinnacles of success and and the, uh, shall we say, chasms of despair and and sorrow in the course of the the two-hour ride. Uh, the The first half, as I said, is very much about the relationship between the brothers um, and building that up in the second half is a lot of the tragedies and, and you know, just absolutely horrible things that happened uh, to this family over the, over the really the course of the early 80s to the early 90s and about a 10, 12 year stretch here. Uh, and the, the problem I have with the pacing there, this would have made a great miniseries as a movie. The back half feels really rushed. It makes you feel like things happen one after another, after another, after another in about a year's worth of time. When in actuality, as I said, it was about a 10-year stretch where most of these things occurred. Uh, and I understand for pacing purposes, you got to do that. I think, as I said, um, a, a miniseries probably would have fit this better because then you could have explored some of the other characters in, in world-class championship wrestling, which was the name of the promotion. Um you know, Gina Hernandez, Bruiser Brody all make appearances in the film um, or and actors portraying them. Uh, as you pointed out, Ryan, uh, MJF is in the movie as, as Lance Von Erich. And it's a blink and, you, blink and you'll miss it kind of a thing. Uh, his part was severely cut for time, which I understand. 
but basically he's in the ring, not really even in focus. He's certainly not the center of attention, but you can see him working in the ring with Kevin kind of standing on, on the apron. Wow. Um, Zach Efron plays Kevin and does a very good job. Uh, the one thing I would say is he got a little bit too big. Like Kevin was in great shape. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he was an active wrestler, um, but the body that Zach Efron developed for this role would have been better suited to Carrie. Uh, Carrie Von Eric is, you know, one of the body guys of all body guys. I mean, you talk about Rick Rude, you talk about Lex Luger, you talk about the Road Warriors, you know, you talk about uh, uh, superstar Billy Graham. You're, you're going to mention Carrie Von Eric in that conversation, which, in fact, I just did. Um, so the guy that plays Carrie. He's not a bad actor, from what I can tell, but Jeremy not... Allen White is the same. Yeah, David Allen Coe, absolutely does a good job of what he's given. He's just not the right guy for the part. Um, you know, not not great uh, in that regard. But as far as acting, just fine. Um, the guy who plays David, I love, I loved him. He was perfect for the role. He did a great job. As did um, Holt. Um, oh gosh, he's on Mindhunter. He plays Bill on Mindhunter. Bill uh, Holt McCallany. There you go. He deserves an Oscar nomination, in my opinion, for his portrayal of Fritz von Erich. Uh, he nails it. I mean, absolutely crushing well, it. Let, let's, let's just walk it down the yeah, cast ahead, a little bit. Please. You know, give, it, give these guys a little bit of respect. So we got Harris Dickinson playing David von Erich. You already mentioned Zach Efron playing Vic Kevin. Uh, Jeremy Allen mm -hmm. Light playing Carrie. We got Maura Tierney. Tierney. Maura Tierney, yep. Yeah. Uh, Tierney. Playing uh, Doris Von Erich. We got Stanley mm -hmm. Simon playing, playing Mike Von Erich. Uh, of course, we talked about Holt McCallany. We got Lily James as Pam Atkinson. Uh, we got Michael J. Harney as Bill Mercer. MJF as Lance mm -hmm. Von Erich. Uh, Brady Pierce as Michael Hayes. Uh, Aaron Dean Eisenberg as Rick Flair. More on him later. Uh, Kevin yep. Anton as Harley Race. Uh, More on him later. Kezi Louis Lewis Corgino yep. as Bruiser Brody, uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. as the Sheik, uh, the original Sheik Eddie Farhat, not yeah. the Iron Sheik. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Nemeth as Gino Hernandez and Scott Ennis as the ring announcer. So yeah, so most of those guys, with really the exceptions of um, uh, of Ric Flair and. Um, Harley Race don't really figure much in the movie. Uh, there are just a few lines here and there. Maybe Bruiser probably has the most speaking lines after those two. Um, so I won't say too much about their casting. And the, the movie certainly doesn't focus on them. As I said, had this been a miniseries, I would have loved to develop more of their story and what and their fascinating and ultimately tragic uh, ends. Um, but yeah, so. I thought it was, you know, for the most part, very well acted. A note about Mike, uh, his, they kind of, there are two brothers, Mike and Chris, so they kind of rolled into one character. It's mostly Mike. Um, so Chris isn't in the movie at all. Um, and again, that's a pacing, sort of a timing thing. You could have gotten into it if it were a miniseries, but it's a, it's, it's a movie. We can't have The Godfather Part Two here because uh, that would have, the modern audience would not have appreciated that. Um, yeah, more Tyranny, I think, does a great job. She's a, a very well-established actress. She was on... Uh, uh, news radio back in the day. I think it's the first time I remember seeing her. Uh, but she's been in just a ton of stuff. Um, and her father is actually a, he was the 
Elaine's dad on Seinfeld. If you remember that episode when Jerry has to turn his coat inside out mm-hmm. uh, and it's got the pink stripes in it. That's Lawrence Tierney, who's act, who is also uh, Joe on um, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, she, so, I mean, Mara Tierney's been in a lot of things, ER, news radio. Ton of stuff. Um, yeah. She's, you may not know the name, but as soon as you see her, you're like, oh, okay, her. Oh, her, right. And Lily James, I, I suppose, is an up and coming. I, I don't really know her very well. I've heard her name. I don't know that I've seen anything else she's been in. Um, but I, I, I knew enough to know the name. Um, yeah, but um, Holt there, I think, is the runaway star and, of the show. And I, ju- and I just want to point out that Mara Tierney was in Liar, Liar. She could not escape the claw. Anyways. <laughs> yes, uh, she was in Liar Liar. She was the the, the wife, right, or the erstwhile separated wife. Nothing can stop uh, it. Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right, Jim Carrey. She's she's got had the whole claw uh, cinematic universe here. So, uh, don't want to get too much into spoilers, but suffice to say, I think it was very good. Uh, the problem. Oh, and Chavo. Also, I want to mention he was the wrestling coordinator, and a lot of people, Dave Meltzer included, have um, really praised the the level of the wrestling matches within the movie. And as Ryan pointed out before we got on the air, I don't know what you're really comparing that to. Maybe uh, no holds barred. But what I did read was that they weren't just doing takes of wrestling matches, right? They they were actually wrestling the full match and shooting it, and then cutting it together later. So they were doing full on matches, and. Um, it looks great. I mean, it looks fantastic. It really, really does. Um, the guy that they had playing uh, Harley was tremendous. Uh, you know, he just that dude like was a he was soul. a carbon copy of Harley. Yes, uh, he, he was. The he way was he the way he looked, the way he talked. Maybe maybe the promo, eh, maybe not spot on, but but it, pretty the, damn good. It, it, I mean, pretty pretty close. Yeah, and and I mean he had he had a Harley body. And, oh yeah, baby. Uh, now now Harley is a little bit wider than that guy, but yeah, it's uh, I, I will say that this uh, here. Let me I'm gonna put some respect on this guy's name here because I was I was very I Kevin Anton Anton is his yeah. name, and I think he just naturally looks like Harley, <laughs> but, oh. but but uh. I I got to give praise for that guy. I mean, I the and and the Tremendous. way that they and the way that they brought him in to it, uh, the the music that they played it as he was cutting this promo, and and the way you know it was like now oh, they you know Kevin sees him on the TV and this and that he's cutting this promo and the the dark ominous tones that come out. Uh, I thought I thought was very well done. Uh, very so I'm, I'm gonna, I am going to give that man his flowers. I, I, he looked acted like and was Harley Race as far as yeah, I'm concerned. A, a very quiet menace in a way, in a very malicious uh, way that he both gave the promo and wrestled the match. It was top notch. I mean, absolutely great. He had to watch a lot of Harley videos <laughs> to get to prepare for that role. Now, on the flip side of that coin, it would have been nice if they had, uh, for the for the role of Ric Flair, cast someone who had ever seen or heard of Ric Flair before. Because um, mm. this guy ain't it. I don't know who he is. He may be a tremendous, he may be from Juilliard and, you know, is with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I don't know. But he had 
in no way any visual or auditory semblance to Rick, to Richard Morgan Fleer uh, or, or Ric Flair. It's so bad it took me out of the movie. I'm so sorry to say it, but it was Brian, jump in here. He tries to do a promo. Yeah. You could have I mean, done you could have done a better Rick promo than this. You could have done a, a much better and have done a much better Rick Rick Flair promo than this. And it, he the the guy is scrawny and looks like he's wearing a, a spirit halloween store wig ashley schaefer from eastbound and down looked more like rick flair than the issues brought in will ferrell to do ashley schaefer because that's rick flair this was what is this i just uh the most famous I, I person in the movie i don't know what they were going for on it but they they missed they swung and missed horribly I would say that the hair, the wig that he had on and the outfit, you know, that's Ric Flair and the glasses are Ric Flair, but that's it. Uh, he, and, oh, no, he, the, the costuming was fine other than the wig. Yeah. The, the, I mean, he would make a great Halloween Ric Flair. Um, yeah. But for a movie, um, he did not sound like, act like, nor in any way, shape, or form be Ric Flair at all. Um I don't yeah. know if so if MJF is a was an executive producer on this and um and you know Chavo had a hand in in, in this and everything. how I blame them. Like how yes. in the hell do you sit back Did you and let say, this happen? Yeah that's Rick. We we can go along with that I refuse to believe that MJF said, yeah, that's a good job. MJF had to have said something. Like, right. Yeah, he got overruled <laughs> by somebody. I don't know who. Either that or, or, or he didn't see it at all. Like that that would happen. Right. That, that would be the only way. And 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 like you said, he may be a great actor. This uh, Aaron Dean Eisenberg uh, is yeah, don't his know. name. But I don't know who the hell that was, but that was not Ric Flair. That was more Gino than Ric Flair. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, I can see that. And and um, honestly, I think Ryan Nemeth and this guy should have just switched spots because Ryan yeah. Nemeth looks more like Ric Flair. And, Absolutely. And I know that Ryan Nemeth will give Ric Flair his 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 due on that. Otherwise, Nick will kill him. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and I just, I, I just felt like they should have switched spots. Uh, one, I mean, just Aaron Eisenberg looks more like Gino and he's taller yeah. and he's, you know, has more of a physique like, like Gino does. And, and Ryan Nemeth looks more like Rick and don't tell me that this guy can't pull it off. I know he can. Oh, he could have carried that off. Absolutely, because because I mean he did a good job of Hell, Gino, Nick Nemeth could have carried it off. I'd yeah. love to send Nick Nemeth as a, as Ric Flair. Yeah, I mean, it, I would have much rather seen Jay Lethal as Ric Flair. Yes, God, yes. <laughs> at least Jay Lethal's Ric Flair is so much better. <laughs> at least he Look, can do. At least he I can would do not the have voice. told anybody that didn't know. I would not have told anybody that didn't know that Ric Flair wasn't black. If they, if they had cast Jay Lethal, I'd have been fine with that. 
And, and I mean, it wasn't so much, it, it, I say it wasn't so much, like it, even like the backstage talk they had, like right. was more like Gino than, than Rick. Like he sounded, he in no way sounded like he was from Minnesota. He, <laughs> it just, it, you know, players had a little bit of a lisp and like, he, there's none of that there. They're just, there was nothing. The reason I'll go ahead and say it: the reason that I Please. give this movie a B plus in large part is because of this guy. Um, other than a few, a few other things that you know, it's not not a big deal. But um, this, 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 as good as that Harley was, the the the, the, the the Ric Flair was like as bad. Like it, yeah. it just. <sighs> uh, it was just painful to watch. And the thing is, I'd seen it prior to going to the movie. I knew it was coming. And See, I'd I, kept myself away from it because I didn't know I didn't want to know anything going in. Well, you know, you sit there and people are like, Yeah, this guy would have uh the Will Ferrell would have made better. Oh man, yeah. Ashley Schaefer BMW would have been phenomenal compared yeah. to this. Yeah, I'm gonna give you 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna give you 50 bucks. <laughs> I mean, like, literally he doesn't get the woo he screams like stings woo he doesn't woo like rick flair did you not no. watch any yeah. rick flair it was, it was it was not a woo it was a wow it was a scream wow. it, was like, it was like sting it was like sting it wasn't like rick flair i feel like we're harping on this i feel like we're harping on this and you know maybe people haven't seen it think maybe we're making a mountain out of a molehill the guy is only in like five minutes of the movie however it's i would argue the most crucial scene in the entire movie it, it is where yeah i don't want i'm not going to spoil it but kevin changes the direction of his life in in this scene and and they botched it they, they botched that part I, they, there's no other way to say it they bought that's a botch job. They botched uh, that. And, I, and I'll say this as far as entering is concerned, the guy did fine. But I don't uh, know. Well, the problem wasn't a bad promo, it just wasn't flair. If you weren't it, trying to be a specific person, I wouldn't have any problem with it. Yeah, I just, I, I just, mm, I can't. I have not seen Ric Flair's reaction to this. Uh, oh, he's going to love it because he's got his name out there. But you know, well, he got a check, but uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, it's it's just not very good, and it and it brought the movie down. In my yes, opinion. it did. But you know, I don't I don't want I don't want that to ruin the whole movie because um, the movie's good. But no, the movie is good. But yeah. let, let's also understand that this is a movie; it's not a documentary, right? Uh, as you as you mentioned, Chris Von Eric is not in this. Uh, they rolled yeah. they rolled him and and Mike into one and it's Mike. Um, they also didn't mention the fact that uh, I believe uh, David had a couple of kids die uh, from uh, Sids. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more. There, there's just a lot of death it. in the Von Eric family, and there was a lot of death in everyone's family on a long enough timeline, but premature. A lot, death. A lot of a lot of tragic death. Yes. Uh, and uh, and the, the director on this one, Mr. Sean Durkin, said the reason that they cut Chris out is that there was just too much death as it was. Right. Uh, I, I get that. And I get and, that. and I and I could see that because 
Yeah. At the end of the day, this this movie's two hours and fifteen minutes long, and right. it, it could it could seriously be like you said, it could be a TV series, and it probably should be a TV series. Uh, well, then you could go into as I said more, and they kind of, they only barely touch on uh, the Jarrett's buying out the promotion. You know, like that's a whole thing. Yeah. Like that, that deserve. I mean, that could have been, you know, an episode or two of a, of, of a show. I would have rather seen this be a streaming series, but yeah, still very good. I thought, which by the way, the, uh, the budget on this movie was $15.9 million current box office at 27.5. Uh, so they're getting close to breaking even, even on this one. Uh, good. Yeah, rule of, support the, this movie. The, the rule of thumb is that if you double your budget, then you do broken even. Um, but, uh, yeah. that, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the rule of thumb, but that's what that, say. we're going to say it is. Sure, but listen, uh, we are uh, uniquely unqualified to to talk about wrestling, so let's be uniquely unqualified to talk about filmmaking as well. Yeah, well, and and I mean, at the end of the day, uh, as we want, uh, obviously, there's there's a ton of wrestling movies out there that we could review, but um, we, we want, want to re- do we, we want professional wrestling to do well, so mm-hmm. we're here to review this one. Um, it, it's uh, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about all right so let's let's talk about things that we like um mm-hmm. I, I i do like uh zach efron in this one i do think he did a good job as 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 uh kevin as you said i i do think he is better suited for carrie um obviously he played that build i mean the I mean, acting job i think he did great as kevin but just he got too big yeah and and um Obviously, you can't really film it from any other Von Eric uh, well, yeah. perspective. Yeah. Oh, dude. If you want current day oh, input. Whatever, dude. Everybody knows everybody. But okay, Kevin. yes, everyone dies. Uh, Kevin is still alive, and that's it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody, if you if you are a wrestling fan, you know that the Von Erics are cursed. Um, but they talk about that so much in the they, movie, and they, too. And they so talk crazy. about the Von Eric curse and that. And, and uh, it extends beyond wrestling, so... It's a, it's a, there, there are some inconsistencies. They didn't go into Carrie's whole issues. Yeah. They, they but, didn't go to all the issues Carrie had going on at the time. Of his but I, I think, I think that the guy that played Carrie, uh, should have been much bigger than what he was. He didn't you, do a bad, he you, didn't you, do a bad you, job. Uh, Jeremy, no, he's Jeremy not a bad White, actor. Yeah. Jeremy White, Jeremy White did not do a bad job. I just think he should have been bigger. Um, he's just miscast. That's not his fault. Uh, the guy, uh, Harris Dickinson, who played David Von Eric, I thought did very well. Uh, Mara Tierney, uh, t- Tierney, Tierney, whatever. Tierney. Um, she did great. Um, mm-hmm. The guy that played Mike was pretty good. He was uh, good. Yeah, I liked him too. Holt McElhinney, as you said, should be nominated for an Oscar. He was perfect. Holy uh, crap. I really don't have any any issues with the actual actors in them outside of the Ric Flair guy. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think everybody but Ric Flair should uh should be commended and maybe Mr. Eisenberg should uh never do another wrestling movie ever again in his life ever. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just where I stand on that one. The uh the obviously the quality of the film was very good. The the, the notch, scenes, yeah. the the cuts and everything like that uh was very good. The it was in the, focus most of the time. Most of the time, it was uh, it was very good. I I think uh, again, it's just that I thought that the dialogue probably could have been improved a little bit. 
Um, yeah. There's there's just some certain. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and just jump into the things that uh, bother me a little are, bit. Are we gonna be spoilers? Are we, we spoiling? Just shut up and listen. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, first of all, they they talk about Carrie losing his foot, which um, he does, obviously. Um, but it seems to the movie seems to indicate that it happens as he is NWA champion. Uh, it happens two years later down the road, mm -hmm. that, uh, so to speak, uh, that he loses it in a motorcycle accident. And the reason that he loses it is because he uh, he got in the motorcycle accident. He was trying to rehab his foot. And then um, he got into the ring too early, injured it again. They had to amputate it, uh, which I felt like they could have just stuck with the real story on that. And that would have been good. Um, but again, the, mo the, the, movie, thing. The, the movie as it sits two hours and 15 minutes long. Right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if, you, if you're going to make a three hour movie, maybe you fit that in. But uh, there's uh, uh, a couple of inconsistencies on this that I, I just didn't. If I wasn't a wrestling mark, it, I would not have known it and just said that this is an awesome movie. And, but Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a second. But I am. So, um they uh, obviously they they completely leave out, leave out Chris, uh, which eh, maybe they should have. Um, it sucks, but it's understandable. I get why. Uh, and and there is um, Carrie uh, commits suicide, and 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 there's um, a scene in the movie where Kevin apparently is the one that finds him. It's it it yeah, Kevin, it's not true. Kevin did not find him. Fritz did. Um, so that that's there. Um, there's also issues with what championship Kevin won. Uh, that was in Texas, um, NWA, and and then there's also the one where the the they they do the movie does keep with kayfabe uh, a bit. To it's the funny point, how they try to keep a foot in both worlds there. To the point yeah. where Fritz is like, well, maybe you'll be champion. So, Fritz is the booker. <laughs> right. It, it, it's like, it's it, okay, Fritz, you want to put the belt on one of your boys? You can do it. Like, and he did. And 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 he did. Uh, I don't, th there is that issue where, you know, obviously David is, is slated to uh, go against uh, Ric Flair for the title. Do you know the NWA it, title? Yeah. Do you know well, whatever the title do you think it would be? What if it's, but, well, because you're talking about Fritz can put a belt on you, he can't put the NWA title on whoever he chooses to. He can put on put the WCCW title, the Texas title, well, yeah, on whoever but, he chooses to. Well, so we're yeah, talking about but, multiple titles here. But there, there's Go also ahead. that there's also that point where they're talking about uh Ric Flair and it, one of the Von Eric boys taking them on, and apparently they just do a coin flip. Do you know if that's true? I heard that is true. I had not heard that is until that, I watched is that the true? movie. I, yeah, I, I've read it. Gosh, I wish I'd written down where I, where I read it. I did not know that story. And then I saw the movie. I was like, no. And then I saw somebody confirm it. I was like, no shit. Holy, really? That's what happened? But no, apparently that was completely legitimate. Like, that really did happen. Where they did the coin toss. That, that was wild to me. 
Well, and then there's also a, a, a scene in the movie where uh, Kevin is reading a letter from da David after David dies. Apparently, David had sent that letter to him from Japan. That never happened. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Uh, Kevin was actually in Japan uh, when when David passed away. Uh, was he really? Yeah. Uh, okay. But he wasn't with him when that happened. Uh, was actually no. Oh, excuse me. He had. Uh, all right. Excuse me. Let me let me walk that back. Uh, Kevin had actually been to Japan a few times with David and Carrie. Uh, mm -hmm. So da David is describing how beautiful Japan is, like Kevin doesn't know. Um, right. So. And and the whole thing with Sam Muchnick, um, it shows uh, Fritz uh, Von Eric challenging. NWA president uh, Sam Muchnick to give his sons a shot at the NWA world on live TV, yeah, on an episode of uh, World Class, and uh, no, <laughs> that that uh, Muchnick had not been NWA president. I think at that at that point they were in the early eighties. Muchnick uh, left the NWA in mid seventies, uh, so the t the timing on that is not correct. Um, and maybe these are small things, but you know, again, it's it's because we're wrestling fans, and I'm just like, all right, this 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 ain't uh, this ain't well. This did not happen. Let me well, let me speak on that for just a second, if I may. I, I, I'm a big fan, as you know, of history and of uh, and of movies. Uh, I watch a YouTube channel called History Buffs. And he reviews, you know, historical and sort of quasi historical movies. So, um, yeah, he'll review like um, Zulu is one of his favorite ones, which is based on a real incident. And of course, Tora, 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 based on a real incident, uh, you know, based on real history. But then he'll review stuff like Master Commander, which is not, you know, it's a, it's a novel series, but it's set in a historical time frame. Um, and what he, one of the things he talks about is historical accuracy versus historical authenticity. Like, Maybe, yeah, exactly what is shown on screen is not exactly what happened. It's not necessarily accurate in that way, but it's very authentic to the period that it purports to represent and very authentic to the people that it purports to represent if they're real. Um, you know, and so as long as it's kind of authentic, he'll kind of let them slide on accuracy somewhat. That, that's kind of the attitude I had watching this. Like, okay, is this a, like you said, it's not a document. It's not a blow by blow of what actually occurred, but is it very authentic to the time period and to the Texas territory and to the Von Eric family? Yeah, I would say it is. Yeah. Um, it's very authentic to its time period and the people it purports to represent. But um, it, that's just something to consider on that. And to your point about us being wrestling marks and, um, you know, other people, normal people not having oh. a quibble with it. I went the first time by myself the day it came out because I wanted to see it. I've been looking forward to it. And Abby said it was okay. Um, so I went and saw it. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that so, tickled me. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, got, I got permission from the wife, <laughs> and I got a permission slip. Um, so she she didn't sign it. She just initialed it. She didn't have time. Uh, but I went again because a friend of mine who's not a wrestling fan said he wanted to go see it. Because I was telling him a little bit about it, and uh, says, "Okay, I'll go with you." Because I'm I'm interested to get your perspective, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again because we would eventually review it. Um, 
I said, okay. So we went and saw it and we talked about it afterwards. And he's like, that was so compelling. I loved it. So he doesn't know shit from Shinola about what actually happened. But, you know, he he said, I love the bond between the brothers that came through, uh, particularly in the first half. Um, you know, it, I, I loved, you know, how they put me into the moment. I, you know, and he went on and on about, you know, he it was just incredibly compelling to him who had no frame of reference for it whatsoever. So I think that is, you know, a huge, 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 huge uh, mark in its favor. Uh, that you know, it can get non-wrestling fans interested. And he borrowed my um, you know Triumph and Tragedy World Class documentary the, uh, DVD from from me, the one that WWE put out, which is again itself not 100 accurate. But I was telling him some of the things you know we talked about how this should have been a series, and like oh, here's Gino, here's what happened to him, here's Bruiser Brody, and here's what happened to him, here's what happened when you know they they sold out to Jeff Jarrett or Jeff Jarrett, Jerry Jarrett. Yeah, all these things. And he's like, what? No, I want to see that. You know, so it it made him have a desire to learn more, which is that not what you're trying to do with anything? You know, you, you, you know, anything you're trying to whet the consumer's appetite for more. So I, in that degree, I think it succeeds greatly. But one thing I would just say to keep in mind is historical accuracy versus historical authenticity. So, yeah, it's not accurate, but I say it's damn close to being authentic. And, and to expound upon your your uh, question on the Von Eric name, uh, it actually did come from the grandmother, half okay. of it. Uh, the grandmother's last name was Eric. Uh, okay. And they just added the Von, I guess. We're making it sound Germany. Not, or... not natural. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes and, sense. And in essence, the uh, you could really say that the that the curse itself uh really sort of lends itself to the eric's side of the family rather than the atkinson uh because uh doris's brother apparently died when she was four when he was 14 years old uh which mm-hmm. is uh, which is david's namesake uh there's been uh quite a few quite a few parts of that i mean they they also didn't mention too much about any of the other guys' wives other than Kevin. Uh, you know, Carrie yeah, you had, make, it Carrie makes you think Kevin's the only one that got married. Dave, David had David had one. Uh, David also had a couple of kids uh, that did not make it. Um, the hmm. uh, Carrie actually had three kids. They they only showed Marshall and uh, is it Ross? No, not Marshall and Ross, Ross. but uh, Marshall. But, yeah, it's Marshall and Ross. That's was, right. Uh, no, Marshall and Ross are Kevin's. Um, oh, I'm the, sorry, you say Carrie? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. They didn't show any of, Ke- of Carrie's kids, did they? That's uh, Lacey, and um, he's got a couple boys, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, Carrie had two daughters. Two uh, okay. And it was, uh, Lacey was one, and I, I, I can't think of the other one's name. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Kevin obviously has a big family. Uh, he's got quite a few. And uh, the the proverbial quiverful, but uh, and and I think on some level that Kevin probably, and I've heard Kevin talk about this. He you know gave everybody the Atkinson last name just because he didn't want the Von Eric curse. That's uh, in the movie. Uh, yeah, that that's there's a scene about uh, that in the movie. That that's very true. Uh, that he wanted to do this. Do it. Do I think it's accurate? Yes, mostly, pretty much. Um, but it's yeah. 
doesn't leave some, I would think, rather important things out, as in a whole nother brother. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, if, I, if I'm if i scaling this, if I'm giving it a grade, I'm giving it a B plus. Uh, and I may even, I'm just going to stick at B plus. Uh, just because it, it's it's very well done, it's very well written. Um, I, if there's one change that I could make to it, I really wish that Kevin was the narrator um, on mm. this. I, I would have liked to have seen a, a sort some sort of narration from Kevin's perspective, and he he like you know he's the main character, but I think if you make him the narrator, there is no doubt. Um, on that and yeah. I, I think that, that would have worked out just just fine with them um and also there is that scene that there at the end where they all the ones that have passed away are all getting together and yeah. hugging and talking to one another i, I would have much rather than just not talk and that be that, that was a little weird but uh yeah. but other than that i mean yeah what I mean, we can give some spoilers away. It's fine because you can literally just Google it and find out what happened to the Von Erics. But um, all in all, man, uh, in terms of wrestling movies, I think it's got to be. I don't know. I, I, if it's I, second I, anything, it's second only to the wrestler. I mean, if it's second it, to it, anything, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it, it's it's got to be up there to the wrestler next to the wrestler. Um, Nothing will ever beat no holds barred, but uh, well, obviously, <laughs> no. I, I, well, because you talk about a documentary, I mean, you want accuracy. No holds barred is yeah. the complete unvarnished truth of, of what happened when Rip met Zeus. I mean, it's you know, yeah, I seen, I, I seen it, I seen it, I seen it. Uh, but no, I, I think it's a great movie. I highly encourage everybody if you have not watched it, go and watch it. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy it. It's a it's a great Apparently movie. Apparently not. Yeah, I'm glad I was glad to hear that. It's a great movie and uh I, I highly recommend it. Is there anything that you would like to change or or I don't you know, now that the more that I think about it, I get that they left Chris out. Um Oh yeah, I, I get that. It, it sucks, you, but I get it. I I don't know that I would add him in it. I'll be honest with you, no offense to Chris, God bless him. But I don't know if that's in the top five things I would add in that were left out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I other, other, than, about. other than literally get anybody else to play Ric Flair. Um, well, yeah. no, I'm talking, yeah, and I'm not talking changing it. I'm just saying if you left, yeah, they left out a bunch of things. Um, you know, I don't know that Chris cracks the top five of what I wish that was in there. I would have rather seen um, more in depth about Lawler versus uh, Kerry. You know, for the unification match between Memphis and and, and Texas, I would have rather seen more about the Freebirds being developed because they they just are there. I mean, they don't even mention who they are really. Um, and, you know, I would have liked to have seen more about uh, you know, I've said it to death, Gino Bruiser, Chris Adams. Uh, you know, I'd like to hear the story about Waldo, Waldo and Lance more. Um, you know, Ken Mantell and and his you know triumphs and travails. You know. It, there's so much more meat on that particular bone um, that, like I said, if I'm adding things back in, no disrespect whatsoever to Chris, I, there are other things I'd like to hear about first. Yeah. Well, uh, 
like I said, I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. Highly recommend it. And, uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, this, this, uh, completes my review of the iron claw, which is, uh, in theaters now. Go see it. Go see it. Absolutely. I will bid you all adieu. Adieu.